Hello, welcome into another edition of the NRL Supercoach Therapy Podcast. I am your host, The Therapist. Great to have you along. Round two, here we go. How good is it to have the footy back? Just like I uh, mentioned last week, you can't beat the footy and uh, we're really stoked to have it back. Round two kicks off tonight. Storm and the Bunnies. Craig Bellamy's 500th game. How good is that? Uh, just the fact that he's just he just keeps on keeping on, doesn't he? And... He's got a big game tonight, a game against the Rabbitohs, who struggled last week, uh, really struggled last week. They do get Latrell back, which is a big, big plus for them. Uh, and um, I mean, I'm expecting an improved performance from the Bunnies. I don't know whether it's going to be enough against the Storm, who uh, welcome back Cam Munster. Um, Harry Grant is back. Jesse Bromwich is back, uh, which is a big plus because they obviously they lost uh, Christian Welsh last week. They lost Brandon Smith last week. Uh, Jennings on the wing fell over, done his knee, unfortunately. So, I mean, the Cavalry's coming in after, a, even though the Storm picked up the win in round one, it was a bit of a disaster, really, with those injuries and some long-term ones uh, to key players. Um, the fact that the Storm have got such an incredible record against the Bunnies at home, the Bunnies have never won in Melbourne against the Storm. And I think they've only won five times. I think they've only beaten the Storm five times ever. And ever, and that's that's going back almost twenty five years. I think the storm came in maybe in ninety eight. I think is when they came into the comp, and the bunnies have only beaten them five times. Uh, that's incredible. To be fair, that's an incredible stat. I'm looking forward to this game. Um, I think uh, I think the storm will win. I've picked them to win twenty two fourteen. From a super coach perspective, um, those that pick Cameron Munster from the start finally get to play him uh, tonight, which is exciting for them, and the same with Harry Grant. Uh, so they're big plays. Obviously, Pappenhausen at the back. What are you going to do there? Really good vice-captain uh, loophole option, or you could just go full-on captain with uh, Pappy. I don't mind that option one bit. Uh, he scored 70 points, 71 last week. Uh, didn't kick goals, didn't score a try. He might have set one up. But, um, I mean, they're good signs for Pappy. And uh, I don't mind the option, just throwing the C on them straight tonight. Uh, unless you've got some uh, other options later in the round. Um, obviously, it rules out uh, Captain Turbo or Teddy, both in the fullback position with Pappy. So if you've got some other options there, uh, then sure, it's a decent uh, VC loop. But I reckon straight captain might be the way to go tonight. Roll the dice on that. Uh, for Brandon Smith owners, um, which I'm one of them, unfortunately, I mean, the guy's a sell. I mean, you can't, uh, he's 580-something grand. You can't have that just sitting on the bench for four to five weeks. Uh, he's got to go. Ob obvious move there is if you've got the cash, move him on uh, up to Grant, and you've got Grant for the rest of the year, uh, and you just hold him there, and, and uh, you don't have to worry about it anymore. Some decent uh, downgrade options. I mean, Hooker is pretty slim pickings, and after the weekend, you saw other um, expensive uh, hookers like Reed Marnie not score so well. Um, so you think, geez, what are we going to do? McInnes, uh was a good option pre-season. He hurt his knee. He's been named in the squad this week. He's definitely a wait and see, though. Um, Starling, uh, it looks like he's got another two or three weeks starting for the Raiders at a significant uh, uh, 
price change compared to um, old, old mate Brandon. So Starling's not a bad option. Coruscant's not a bad option, playing in a really good team. He played a lot of minutes on the weekend, last weekend. Kenny didn't actually play that much, which was a bit of a surprise. So Coruscant's not a bad option either, playing in a really good team. And he's probably a more solid option than, say, Starling. Uh, but if you need the cash elsewhere, I don't mind going to Starling. Uh, but Coruscant's a pretty good option as well. He, he dotted down for a try. So keep that in mind when you're looking at his score from last week. Uh, Aaron Clark, he did the same. He scored a try uh, to inflate his score up to 60. And um, I'm not too sure about Aaron Clark. Yeah, he's a starting hooker. He is pretty cheap. Uh, but there's a bit of risk there uh, with him, with Will Smith on the bench as well. Uh, unless you get some late news there in regards to uh, AJ Brimson not being fit, Will Smith playing at 5'8", then Will Smith becomes a really good option there uh, at hooker. But with uh, the Storm playing tonight, you've got to make that call uh, uh, before that game kicks off. So that's a real tricky one. Kobe Hetherington on the bench for the Broncos could be a bit of a sneaky option. I think he's going to be in the Broncos 17 and part of their uh, uh, middle rotation uh, for the year. So he's not a bad option, I guess, if you want to downgrade, if you don't trust the likes of an Aaron Clark or uh, Will Smith at a discount. He's only 200 grand. Uh, Walters as well. Uh, who's going to have a bench role. So, yeah, that's tonight's game. Looks like a real beauty there. Two really good teams. Rabbitohs very disappointing last week. The Storm uh, were t- the typical typical Storm team. Uh, looked really good against the um, Tiger side that gave them everything, and they still came out on top. So I'm going Storm 22, Rabbitohs 14. Friday night, early game. Panthers at the Dragons. Uh, for the Panthers, they've lost uh, Moses Leota. And Spencer Lenu's been named to start. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe an Eisenhuth or even Sorensen starts instead. And I, maybe Lenu just plays his regular role with maybe a few extra minutes. Um, Leota's not a big minute prop, starting prop anyway. And yeah, I'm not too sure. And I, I don't know if Cleary will want to change his formula too much. He really likes having, really likes having uh, Lenu as that impact guy uh, in the middle there for 20 to 25 minutes. Um, either side of half time, which is disappointing because I really like Spencer Lenu as a player. I reckon he offers a lot, and I thought he's a great opportunity with him starting. And if he can lock down 45 to 50 minutes starting, that would be brilliant. But I don't know if that's going to happen. It's a watch, wait and see what happens uh, tomorrow night. If that is his role, he's a he is a really good option going forward at only about 250 grand. Spencer Lenu. Dragons looked sold last week. They played well against the Warriors and came out with the win. Uh, but the Panthers, I mean, they were easily the best team of uh, based based on what I saw. They were easily the best team in the comp, and uh, they're shortened too. I think they come into four dollars down from five dollars to win the comp, and they look really good. And I think they'll look after the Dragons tomorrow night. I'm picking the Panthers twenty six to ten. Just too many, too many good players in that Panthers team. Even without Cleary, you can, I think you can confidently back them, and I think they'll look after uh, the Dragons uh, tomorrow night. Uh, the late game on Friday is the Seagulls at the Roosters. Uh, two teams that really disappointed last round. Uh, the Seagulls just got manhandled by um, by Penrith. Uh, that absolutely destroyed in the forwards, and then you know you can't expect guys like. Uh, Turbo to dominate when uh, when the big boys in the middle got dominated themselves. And, uh, I mean, Turbo still pumped out a good score. So I think, like I mentioned earlier, for those that uh, have Turbo, 
had forked out for Turbo. Uh, nothing wrong with scoring 60 in that effort against a team that absolutely smashed you. Uh, so hold steady there with Turbo, and I think he'll come good. Uh, for the Roosters, um, very, very disappointing game last weekend. They got outplayed in all areas by the Knights. Uh, in the effort areas as well, um, you know, and just in the one percenters, the Knights were all over them. And, you know, Roosters showed very little, very clunky, looked like they, they definitely looked like a team that hadn't played a trial together. Um, little, little like they hadn't even trained together. They were pretty ordinary across the board. You would expect a uh, improvement, but you'd also expect a big improvement from Manly as well. So I'm predicting a really close game in that one. Uh, I'm going Roosters 20, Seagulls 18. I think it's going to be a really tight game. Um, for those uh, for those uh, super coaches, Tedesco obviously very popular. Uh, you got to stick there. I mean, he's probably going to lose quite a bit of cash, um, but you picked him for a reason. So stick solid there with Turbo. Um, I got Tupo was a little disappointing. I mean, they're all disappointing. Crichton actually scored really well, and you wouldn't have known it from the game. Uh, he's just a quality player. There's a lot of quality in that team across the board. You'd think they'd come they come good and Manly should improve as well. So I'm really looking forward to that game. Uh, on to Saturday, Warriors at the Titans. Uh, Warriors, they've lost uh, Sean Johnson. They've lost a couple of their backs, uh, Vilea, Popular Cheapy, and uh, Watini Zelesnak as well, both going down with injury. And Sean Johnson with the pick. It looks like he's going to be out for about a month. Uh, replaced by Ash Taylor. So you've got a ready-made NRL uh proven halfback to come slot straight in. They've made a change at 5'8 as well. I believe that uh, Nicarima has been dropped and Harris Tavita is going to move into 5'8. Um, so it'll be interesting to see Matt Lodge's back to solidify things in the middle there and that one-two punch with Fanua Blake is going to be really good to watch. And I like, uh, obviously, Reese Walsh at the back uh, is going to be uh, big for them as well. And uh, he'll be ready to hit the ground. I think he's going to have a really good uh, year, Reese Walsh. And uh, probably going to be kicking goals too with Sean Johnson out. So that's something to think about too moving forward. Uh, as for the Titans, um, played a real high scoring, well, first half anyway, against Parramatta and uh, pushed them. But um, no scoring in the second half. That's a bit of a concern. I still think the Titans uh, have got a better team across the park than the Warriors. Um, Fafita wasn't up to too much. Just one real attacking, uh, one real attacking move. And we made one line break there last week and he pumped out a 60. So hold firm with him. And he's not a bad captaincy option this week against the Warriors, where I think people looked at last week and thought there's points here in both these teams. It could be a really high-scoring, entertaining game. At Seabus there on a dry track, hopefully, and there could be plenty of points. Guys like Josh Curran, look for him to score well again. Aitken to score well again. Let's see what happens with Katoa and without Johnson feeding him. Those short balls, let's see what Ash Taylor can do there. Uh, for the Titans, I think Fogarty's gonna. Sorry, not Fogarty. Uh, Sexton's gonna uh, be sold again. I think he's a really he was a really good halfback option. If you didn't want to go with the likes of a Sam Walker or anyone like that or Moses, I reckon Sexton's not a bad option there. He should he should kick plenty of goals and be good for them. And uh, their winger uh, Sammy as well, uh, Kelly. They do have a lot of strike across the field there. The Titans, and uh, I think they're going to come out on top, 34-24 in that one. Uh, Sharks and Eels, the middle game on Super Saturday. This one is at uh, back at Shark Park for the first time in a couple of years. And two teams that, uh, well, the Eels picked up a win. The uh, Sharks had a close loss. Um, the, the Eels weren't 
totally convincing against the Titans. You know, the Eels usually very, very strong at home, and they only managed to scrape by in the end. They, they kicked three penalty goals in the second half. So that's not that's not uh, something to fill you with a lot of confidence. They've lost Madison for a few weeks with a hamstring. Uh, looks like Nathan Brown's going to slot straight back in there into lock, so they're not losing a hell of a lot there. Uh, Moses did look very good at halfback. Uh, Brown should be back playing uh, 480 at 5'8 again. Uh, they have lost um, very, very popular cheapy Russell, uh, and there's been a little bit floated about what to do with Sean Russell. Um, punctured lung and broken ribs. I mean, he's going to be out for a significant period of time. I just don't know. Yes, he's going to make money if and when he gets back on the field, but I just don't think it's worth holding the guy. I think he, um, he's someone to trade. Bring in somebody else who will be making money for you uh, in the next couple of weeks. And with we've seen with injuries and with COVID, you need as many healthy blokes in your squad as possible. And by having Sean Russell there, it just means you're gonna. It's just one less option that you've got um, when things do happen. And it's proven already after one week, things are going to happen. So I think he's a reluctant sell, and um, you're not going to get a lot for him. He, what was he, two eighty five or something? So you're not going to get a lot back. You might be able to find something if you can buy a jewels. You could get one of the kings or something like that. That's not that's not a bad option. Uh, as for the sharks, they weren't too bad, and they lost to the Raiders. I thought. Um, another week for uh, Nico Hines running the team and uh, Cam McInnes named in the uh, extended squad. He might slot back in and then that's going to uh, move Fanukin up to prop. It's going to bump either Hamion Nueli or uh, Toby Rudolph to the bench, which is already a very middle-centric bench when you've got uh, Hunt, Talakai, Fafita and Tolman. So one of those is going to have to move aside. Uh, this week, if McInnes comes back, or certainly in the next couple of weeks for sure, because uh, McInnes was brought into the side to be the starting lock, and he's one to look out for in the future as well. So in this game, I'm going to go the Eels. I just think they're a, a better team, uh, and I think they might sneak sneak a win in here, 24-20. to 20. Uh, Nightcap on Super Sad Day, Raiders traveling up to Townsville to play the Cowboys. Uh, Raiders coming off a good win against those Sharks last week. Uh, lost Josh Hodson for two to three weeks. That makes Starling a bit of an option there um, at 340-something from memory. So he's not a bad option, I don't think, uh, in a good Raiders team. They have named a rookie on the bench um, for the Raiders at hooker there. So there's there's a chance that he'll relieve Starling. I mean, it's a big call to play 80 minutes up in the tropics. So that's fair enough. I wouldn't be too concerned about that. Um, the rest of the Harawira Naira was really, really good for the Raiders. He's someone to look at as well. Uh, the pack played really well. I thought Tomoko was excellent uh, in the centers. Uh, did set up a try and he was tackle busting for fun. And they're up against a very disappointing Cowboys team who really, really struggled. Man, they were terrible um, last week. Tamalolo was underwhelming after uh, Dean Young, the assistant coach, said he's going to be back to lock and playing big minutes. And what happened? Uh, he played prop and might have played 50 minutes. Um, I don't know if it's too much to stress about because I think a lot of the negative stuff towards Tamalolo uh, is what is because what kind of player we know he can be. But I think you need for this year. You're getting Jason Tamalolo at 485 grand, not at 600 grand or 650. You know, you're paying you're paying for a mid ranger there. So I think you need to look at him 
at the moment in the lens of him being a mid-ranger. And if he's pumping out a point a minute, 53 points, you'd take that. If that was um, if that was a Capewell or a Tupanua or even Liam Martin, I know he's a bit cheaper. If they gave you 53, even in 80 minutes, you, you know what? You go, yep, that's fine. It's not great, but it's not terrible. I'm happy with that score. I don't think Tamalolo is going to score lower than 50 at any stage this year. And if they're just building up his uh, his fitness, he did have a hamstring injury um, at, in the preseason there. And if they're just building things up for him, I wouldn't stress about Tamalolo. And I think he'll get back to being at least a 60-minute player and pumping out 60, 65, 70 scores, which you'll take because you've only paid 485 for the guy. So don't stress there. As for the rest of the Cowboys, Dearden looked really, really good. Uh, certainly not a buy. I don't know if there's too many super coach options other than Taumalolo. Nanai was very, very good in the second row, and he's definitely someone to look at. Maybe wait a week and see how he travels, see what Todd Payton does, if he's going to give him another full game or not. You've got Lukey, you've got Gilbert, you've got plenty of forwards there that can steal minutes from Nanai. So he's a wait and see. I've gone Raiders 22, Cowboys 16 in that one. Uh, The Sunday games, and the Tigers travel up to Newcastle to play the Knights. Uh, Knights, very, very impressive last week in uh, taking care of the Roosters. And the Tigers uh, were very good for, um, you know, against a Storm team that people expected would absolutely dominate them. And the Tigers uh, gave them everything. And it still came came away with a loss. But I think there's some encouraging signs there for the Tigers. Um, I just think the Knights are going to have a little bit too much here. Uh, from a Supercoach perspective, for the Knights, uh, not a lot there. Some of their cheapies, Momoisia only played a few minutes. Uh, so that's, you know, he's not really an option. And uh, I think you just look at him as more of enough who's got that dual flexibility. Unfortunately, uh, if he is getting on and playing a handful of minutes, that could become an AE issue and it takes away the loophole option. So that's something to think about if you are thinking using the loophole at some stage when you've got him sitting on your bench lurking there. Um Kurt Mann, a little underwhelming. He played well, but it didn't really translate to super coach points for Kurt Mann. Uh, but the Knights in general were really, really good. Fitzgibbon and Fritz, Frizzell on the edges were very strong. Uh, Clemmer looked strong in the middle. Randall held his own and did what we thought Randall would do uh, for pretty much most super coaches who own him. Uh, you'd be very happy with his score. Uh, I'm going to go Knights 26, Tigers 18 in that one. Last game of the round, Bulldogs and the Broncos. Uh, looking forward to this game. Uh, Broncos, super impressive last week, weren't they? And I really like their chances here against the Dogs, who weren't great. Let's be fair, they weren't great. And, uh, they, I mean, they, they came away with a gutsy win with a lot of uh, head issues and things like that. Um, and a lot of guys had to come off the field, and they did guts out a good win against the Cowboys. But I don't know. I'm not convinced about the Dogs at all. It uh, looks like Pangai Jr. might be back, which is uh, a plus for them. Another week for Burton with his new side. Uh, but the Broncos were super impressive against the Bunnies. The uh, Bunnies weren't great, but the Broncos did play very, very well uh, at home at Suncorp. Let's see how they travel on the road where they have been poor the last few years. Uh, let's see if they can turn the corner. Obviously, having Adam Reynolds back will be a big boost for them. And they've gone with Albert Kelly to partner him in the halves. And Billy, Wal- uh, Billy Walters is on the bench. Kobe Hetherington comes back, as I mentioned, into that uh, middle rotation there, starting off the bench. Payne Haas and Carrigan were fantastic for them. Palacia played big minutes, and, and I think 
between all those. They've got a good combination going. Uh, Kate Well was strong, uh, popular centre stags. I wouldn't worry too much about him. Like I said, I mean, he was he dropped the ball. Balls were in front. Balls were behind. He wasn't too far away uh, from getting a big score himself between him and Cobbo. Uh, there was a few opportunities there. Do you think there'll be even more against the Dogs in the fact having Reynolds back? So I'm looking forward to watching this game on Sunday night. I'm going to pick the Broncos to pick the Dogs 18 points to 16. And it's now that time. Punting place. Here we go. Uh, absolutely disastrous week last week. Uh, I led everybody astray. I led myself astray. Lost a bit of cash, but that's okay. It happens. We're going to bounce back $100 back in the kitty for this week. It's amazing how this happens. It just comes straight back in. And uh, I can just bet, I can just live to fight another day with this pretend money. And um, I'll keep a tab on things at the moment. We're obviously down with minus $100. We're going to pump things back up. And we're going to start with a nice conservative two team. Multi, I'm going to go Storm in $1.40 into Panthers at $1.28. Uh, that's playing $1.79. Let's put $70 on that, and that will return $125.44. Let's just a nice conservative start just to try and recoup some of those funds from last week. Let's also go Storm into Panthers into either Roosters or Seagulls, 1-12, to thinking it's going to be a close game, and into Titans. Now, those four altogether, $4.02. So let's put 10 bucks on that to return 40. Uh, simple one here. Let's go Broncos 1 to 12. That's paying $3. So let's just uh, chuck 10 on that. Nice simple one and returning 30. And let's also go Storm. Uh, let's take all, all the teams that uh, I'm tipping this week. I'll do this every week. $10 on it Storm, Panthers, Roosters, Titans, Eels, Raiders, Knights, and Broncos. Now, all up, that's $27.22. 10 bucks on that, $272.26 return. And we'll be rolling in the money again. So uh, thanks, Pink Floyd, for the backing vocals there. And um, that's my punting place for this week. I think we can do a little better than what we did last week. Uh, let's hope so anyway. Okay, uh, we've got an uh, email question here, and this one's coming from Big G. And he has written, Dear Therapist, my first week was not too bad but I need your advice in a couple of areas. I'm thinking about using no trades this week. My only real issue was in the CTW where I have Sean Russell, Vailea, and Suali as my non-playing reserves. I'd love your thoughts. Uh, and secondly, Sam Walker looked to play second fiddle with Kiri running the team. Do you see that turning around? Uh, I'll, I'll give it one more week, but at 5.45, he looks expensive. If I trade him for, say, Moses, I would then free up enough cash to swap Gutho to Pappy. But it's early in the season. Am I just burning trades for nothing? Uh, that's a good question, Big G. Um, look, mate, I actually don't mind using trades in round one. Uh, I think it's a good opportunity to uh, fix some of the things that you might have cocked up uh, at the start. I mean, there's obviously, there would have been a lot of players that uh, had 50-50 calls, flip of a coin. Do I go here? Do I go there? I mean, I've got a big regret not having Payne Haas, but uh, I I thought Payne Haas is just going to give you you're paying five hundred ninety five grand uh, for a guy for a prop who, based on everything we've seen in the last few years, obviously an excellent excellent player, but the attacking side wasn't there. Uh, and my only concern 
was that if he starts bringing in the offload and a bit more attack, then he's going to become an absolute weapon and you've got to have him in your team. Sure enough, that happened. He started popping offloads and I'm like, oh, no. if I knew this was going to happen, he would have been one of the first blokes I picked. Um, I didn't pick him because I didn't. he hadn't shown us that before. Now he does and uh, I'm screwed. So I'm going to try and find a way to get him in. And I'm not sure how I'm going to do that at this stage. And one option is to use two, possibly three with the boost option this week um, in order to fix some of the issues. Brandon Smith and my team as well. That's an issue I've got to get rid of. Guys that had guys like Madison, um, uh, Sean Russell, long-term injuries there. I mean, you, you do have to, I think you need to use your trades and getting guys that are going to make you some money. Uh, it's not a bad option to, if you don't have a lot of cash reserves, uh, is to maybe downgrade where you think that's a, not a bad option, not going to hurt your point scoring wise to build up some more cash reserves. Cause I think you do want to make uh, a couple of trades, possibly even three next week when you can get another look at all the boys, see how they're going, see if last week was just a one-off or not, or if there's a pattern starting to occur. And then you can go, well, geez, from what I can see here, I need to make some changes and I cocked this up. Let's try and fix it. So there's definitely, uh, there's definitely an option uh, to tinker with the team and maybe go, maybe go to option B, option C. I think it's worth it. The fact that you've got 42 trades, you've got those five extra trades, don't be scared to use them early on. A lot of people are being conservative. Like, oh, don't use your trades. Don't waste your trades. Don't panic trade. I think if you can if you can look back at it, uh, look pragmatically and go, you know what? I made a mistake here. Or I flipped the coin and I got it wrong. This guy looks great. This guy doesn't look so good. Xavier Coates is a prime example. Like I was concerned uh, he was going to be the same Xavier Coates that's just going to rely on tries. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, he only got 16 in base on the weekend. He scored a try with a line break to pump him up to about 45. But without that, he would have ended up on like 20. And you're like, gee, this is the same old Xavier Coates. He's going to almost need to score a double to become a, an option for you, really. Um, so things like that is, is something we're thinking about. And if you can fix your team by using two or even three trades this week and certainly next, and you can fix those mistakes that happened uh, for whatever reason, I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. Uh, the second part of your question there, Big G, in regards to uh, Sam Walker and uh, Gutherson, I quite like the call. If you can move Walker down to Moses, which means you can move Gutherson up to Pappenhausen, at this stage, I think they're both upgrades. So if you can, certainly Gutherson up to Pappenhausen, uh, and I think you should make that move. Moses looked really good last week. Um, and Walker, yeah, he, he was playing second fiddle there to Kiri, and it might take a while for things. You've got to remember, the dude's only 19, whereas Moses is in the prime here and looks like a looks like he's really killing it for Parramatta, and I like uh, I like that option. I think if you can downgrade Walker to Moses, well, downgrade in terms of cash, not in terms of performance, and that means you can get Pappenhausen uh, for Gutherson. Yeah, it's two trades for uh, four-foot blokes, but I certainly think it's worth doing. Uh, the fact you've got uh, Russell, Vilea, and Suwali currently as your three uh, bench centers is a concern. And I think you need to make a move there as well. Um, Russell was the obvious one to do. I think Vilea is only a few weeks away. There's no point trading him. There's no money in him. 
and uh, Suwali hopefully will get a crack in the side when he's fit in a week or two, hopefully. So I think if you can move on Russell as well, just to solidify that um, that back line, uh, you should certainly do that, uh, as, we've, as we've seen. Injuries, COVID, I mean, everyone's got Schneider. That's a bit of a spanner in the works. So, it's, you know, and there's going to be a round soon where you, you know you're going to be struggling to find 17 fit bodies. So depth is going to be important, and I don't think you can – you're really rolling the dice having three, three blokes on your bench in the in the centre wing that that aren't playing that round, and you're you you know you're really rolling the dice there with that. So best of luck uh, there with that one, uh, Big G, and um, thanks for the uh, thanks for the uh, email. You can always uh, fire an email through to me nrlsctherapy at gmail.com. Uh, and thanks for your support uh, at the start of the season. I really appreciate it. So be a friend and tell a friend. And because uh, I love talking footy and uh, I love getting some good positive feedback. Hey, let's enjoy round two, everyone. It starts tonight. Uh, good luck for everyone with Supercoach and making uh, any trades that you're thinking about doing. And good luck just watching the footy. And I'll catch you all on Monday for the review show. Cheers.